Hi, and uh, welcome to the Jane Ross Talk Shit Podcast. Yeah. I'm Ross. Yeah, I'm Jay. Yeah, and uh, this week we're covering the interview uh, and the Sony hacks and all the controversy around that. Yeah, craziness, man. So where should we start? Should uh, we what, talk about the... What did you feel about the movie? I liked it. Yeah? I know I was kind of in the minority on that. Yeah. I, what about you? It was better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah? Um, I think they relied a little too much on, like, weird, like, weird humor. Yeah. You know, like, Spiegel. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, <laughs> like, well, just when they're uh, joking with each other on that. Yeah, like, they had, like, I don't know, because, like, weird humor with me is not, like, more... I'm more of, like, cynical, dark humor. Like... <laughs> I, like Bill Burr. What I liked about that exchange was just, uh, or not the, that particularly Smeagol, but all the Lord of the Rings stuff. I loved, I loved that that was a runner, that like everything James Franco thought about their relationship was filtered through Lord of the Rings and like, <laughs> you're such a Boromir and stuff. Like, like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sean Bean, man. <laughs> but, so I, I liked it, but... Uh, yeah. I mean, um... Like I said, I thought it was better than I thought it was, and I actually found kind of an appreciation for Seth Rogen because I figured uh-huh. out what his role was. Because he looks like you know, like a Chris Farley crazy type, but he's like a straight man. Yeah, he. I never he in a lot of his movies, really. Yeah, and I never really realized it until this movie. Yeah. And when all this craziness is going on, and like Seth Rogen's the most normal character. Well, in the and, thing. like a similar type of movie in that it was written by. Uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg also and starred in Seth Rogen. They directed and, it too, right? They did. They yeah. were, they directed this one, but Pineapple Express was also him and James Franco with James Franco playing like the mm. kind of crazier guy, like yeah, uh, and him being the straight man. I mean, they were both stoners in that one, and in this one, they're still both you know entertainment reporters. You know? Mm. <laughs> but but it's a similar dynamic, yeah, where they get to play off of each other, and, right? But yeah, so I enjoyed it. I I wonder if some of the really negative stuff about it was just that people expected it to be an important film, right? Just because of all the stuff that happened. Yeah, that's that's, that's fair. Hmm. Um, I think so too. I mean, I, I think you might be hitting it on the nose right there, Ross. Because yeah. I mean, I was even kind of let, even though people told me don't think of it like an important <laughs> message. I was like, yeah. where's where's the America fuck yeah moment? <laughs> like, you know? Well, I mean, not to get too into spoilers, but there's a head explosion towards the end yeah, that's that's, uh, that's pretty America, fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, should we go back, just talk about what all transpired? Uh, sure. So, initially... What was the... Because, like, I remember, like, didn't they declare it, like, an act of war, like, in the summer or something? Like, it's been... It just didn't ha- like it got crazy like in the month of December, but like didn't it ha- didn't it like the seeds yeah. of, like kind of get planted in like September yeah. or October or something? It was like a few months ago. I I don't know the exact month, but yeah. long ago, around the time the first trailers were dropping, uh, it, there were official comments from mm-hmm. North Korea or their ambassador said it's an act of war, it's a terrorist film <laughs> because it portrays Kim Jong Un in such a light and. You know, you have to keep in mind at this point, nobody's seen the movie. (laughs) All you have to go on was the basic premise of James Franco and Seth Rogen being a couple of dimwits sent overseas (laughs) to kill Kim Jong-un. And it's like, war! How awesome. You mean business. 
how awesome would that have been if they made Kim Jong-un, like, the greatest guy ever? <laughs> yeah, they're like, like this movie yeah. before it comes out. Because <laughs> they, they kind of had that right. moment right. in the film, too. There's a period of the movie where, where like, he seems like... so bad! Yeah, <laughs> You know that he is just because of how shitty North Korea is. And, you know, the opening of the movie with the little girl singing the song about death to America yeah. and stuff while they're doing nuclear tests. Like, you know that they're bad news, but at least from James Franco's perspective, he's like a kindred spirit at first, where they can love Katy, Katy Perry's fireworks together that was and so blow ridiculous. up forests with tanks and stuff. But, yeah. So... You're right. It kind of goes back away in terms of North Korea not being pleased with the movie. And they always say shit about acts of war and the American aggressors and stuff without really ever acting on it. Yeah. Which is what I think some people are not sure about with the Sony hacks. So these hacks started uh, happening. Uh, A bunch of leaked documents went online. Different uh, publications, different... uh, reports or reporters were like reporting everything about him all these emails all these instant messaging thing uh <laughs> comments all sorts of dumb shit apparently angelina jolie's a spoiled bitch right like, you know who knew she's hard to work with i guess <laughs> you know really controversial stuff it's just in yeah channing tatum uh writes ha 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 like for lines of an email for his own amusement uh, which was that's kind of awesome fun. uh <laughs> there, like there's a lot of stuff that like really to me wasn't a big deal but yeah. for sony it, you know it makes them look bad i guess because yeah. they're talking behind people's backs which yeah. like realistically you know studio heads do that like everybody oh, yeah like, everybody talks about that was the most offensive part to me it was just like everybody was like i can't believe they're saying this like what'd you expect they're yeah they're dickheads <laughs> well i loved all the people reporting it all who are, who are simultaneously saying this is awful these hacks are just destroying sony by the way this is exactly what's in all the leaked materials here are links to find it or whatever right it's like america it would have been on it would have just been nothing if it hadn't been reported all over the place but so these hacks occur uh and there are messages from the Guardians of Peace, which I guess is a reference to uh, what I, I believe South Korea was known, at, or a, a faction in South Korea during the Korean War went by the Guardians of Peace. So the idea was North Korea was like co-opting that for a hacker group and uh, then sending out all, sort, all sorts of messages and threats. Like, <laughs> if you release the interview, we're just going to keep releasing these. And then eventually the one... That mentioned nine eleven and said if people go to see this movie, then they'll they'll get what's coming to them. And you know, right. you all remember nine eleven of nine eleven or nine eleven proportion. I think was the Something. it was like it was like epic nine eleven proportion. It was yeah, like the most they, dramatic well, thing you've ever heard. Like I read over it at the time, and they never specifically said that there's a, going to be like a an actual attack. Yeah, and they just mentioned nine. They they're like, "You all remember nine eleven, right? right? Like, stay out of the movie theaters. Don't see this." Right. And uh, Sony, I think their initial response, where they just told distributors that if they didn't want to screen the movie, then they didn't have to. Yeah, it's probably the right thing to do. Yeah, because a lot of them do have contracts and agreements. Sure. With Sony, so to say, hey, we understand you don't have to commit to those. Was was good, yeah. and, but you know, it did mean that AMC, Cinemark, Regal, uh, 
Cineplex, I think. Like, all the major chains across the country dropped the movie. But then Sony's response after that, where they just stopped them, stopped anybody from screening the film, I thought was a bad move. And they're trying to spin it another way right now and trying to act like since it eventually came out, it was this huge triumph for free speech. But I think at the time they really had decided, nope, this movie is never seeing the light of day. The way that they word it in the... Uh, the press release when they said that was there were no future plans for video on demand or Mm -hmm. DVD and uh, there was going to be no theatrical release. And that that screws over all the independent theaters too that were like, oh man, we can screen this movie and everybody who wants to see it is going to come to our theater. (laughs) And then nothing. But but now they all now it all worked out and they eventually kind of caved on it. It, Which they, I mean, come on, like release it for free, why not? Or whatever. I mean, you'll get, like, the publicity and, like, everything that's, you know, or, like, ad revenue or whatever. It's like, they should have just released it on their website or something. Yeah, well, what they did was probably the smart thing to do from a, you know, from a commercial standpoint where they released the movie on originally just Google Play, or uh, YouTube, actually, not Google Play. But uh, it was six bucks you could oh, yeah, watch on yeah. there. And, YouTube, and that way they still got that. money. They got to t- kind of test the waters on mm-hmm. digital distribution because a lot of a lot of the major companies are still a little bit afraid of digital distribution, as mm-hmm. uh, or at least simultaneous theatrical and digital distribution yeah. because they're worried that it'll cut into their profits if they do that. And probably rightly so. But in this case, it gave them an opportunity to do that. They ultimately did let the independent theaters screen it. So if you wanted to see it in theaters, you could still do that. But the the most common way to see it was going to be on demand. Yeah, I think. I mean, maybe they should have. I mean, if you want to like watch out or like don't want to cut into the profits, I think they should just you know release it at the same price. Because like some people like love the movie going experience, and some people hate it. Yeah. <laughs> like, because like I mean, I I love going to the theater when it's like Tuesday at noon mm-hmm. when nobody's there. But I hate going on Friday night. It's awful. Yeah. I mean, it, for me, it depends on the movie. There are big movies that are fun to see with a lot of people. Comedies. Crowds. Yeah. Yeah, comedies. And uh, horror films, too. Horror, I do Comedies, like horror movies. Uh, yeah. And some of like, the big action movies are fun to see. Or like where there's a big fan base and they get behind it if you yeah, see it really yeah. early or at the right screening. Sure. But yeah, other times you just get idiots. You yeah. Know, try to talk to you in the middle of the movie or yell things out. Or they're on their cell phones and it's frustrating. Like... But, so I, I see your point where it's like, okay, well, you could just price it the same way and people could see it at home. Huh. But, like, at least from my perspective, even though that's the rational way to look at it, mm. I'm like, well, fuck, I'm not going to pay full theatrical price to watch that's a movie a once argument. on my TV. I still have this idea that a movie rental is only a few dollars. Yeah. Like, it, it, if I'm going to watch something, <laughs> it's going to be like 3 or $4 at most, and then I view it. And if I want to buy it, then I'll spend, like, you know... It fifteen to twenty dollars on a Blu-ray when it's uh, cheap on Amazon. Right. It, so to me, where it's like, okay, I could spend fifteen dollars to own this movie in a couple months, or I could spend ten dollars to watch it once on my TV. I, it, it's it's just tough to find a right, right price for that. For sure. I think six bucks was probably a good idea for them. Or they, it sounds like they made about forty million on it, which was more than the movie cost. Or not. I don't know. I, I think it was a. I think it was a fairly expensive movie for him. It probably cost around, I'd say, around the fifty or sixty. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't yeah. the huge loss that they thought yeah. it might be, and it right. might have even made more money than if it had just come out in theaters. 
without the fanfare. Maybe. I don't know. It's it's always hard to say, right? But but it it kind of worked out. But I am glad that it it wasn't um, like because I was I was really cynical like when it first happened that it was all just bullshit and yeah. like like just a the greatest marketing scheme ever. <laughs> like because yeah. like cause, like and the only reason I I say because I know it sounds ridiculous, but my experience was that like I was, <laughs> I looked at the movie and I was like yeah it kind of looks funny and then and then I was like whoa, whoa what. North Korea declared it an act of war. Well, now I have to see it just uh, to piss those guys off. Sign me up, like, right? And that's that's a thing. Like, if the goal of the attacks really was to censor the movie, they it backfired pretty right. horribly. Yeah. Oh, if you look throughout history, like so many shows and movies, every time that happens, it ends up being the best thing that ever happened to the show or yeah. movie. Like Married with Children back in the day, that was on the verge of cancellation. Mm-hmm. And, like, some lady in fucking, you know, suburban Michigan mm-hmm. sent this, this is the worst, most awful filth I've ever seen. Like, my children. How am I supposed to explain to my children? <laughs> right, right. Like, it's like, well, don't fucking show them the show. Yeah, just <laughs> turn it off. Yeah. Like, Control them. <laughs> and, like, and the E! True Hollywood story, the creator, um, is just, like, uh... Thank you. Yeah, because <laughs> like, be. yeah, it gave him it gave him another ten years on that show. Yeah. So like, and you can also make the argument that would there would there be a Fox without that lady? Right. They had the same experience with The Simpsons in a lot of ways. Yeah. And The Simpsons wasn't even that extreme of a show. Like yeah. even for its time, like if you compared The Simpsons to like Married with Children, it was not as yeah. not as you know wrong for was, young viewers. Yeah. But people had stay, such, I guess would be right. Like, so people had such an idea though that animated shows were aimed at children so yeah. when people swore at all or when homer like would strangle bart and stuff it was yeah. really controversial and fox stuck with it it was an enormous hit and help the simpsons was just a great show yeah. but <laughs> yeah same happened with south park later on comedy central south where park, people I mean, were furious about that show and that just made everybody want to watch it yeah midnight cowboy back in the day it got like an nc-17 and so you got all well, that was that was even x wasn't it oh uh, yeah I yeah i think it was NC-17 yeah no yeah existed. you're right you're right um and like so then everybody was like oh my god and like that movie sucks. <laughs> like, like, I've honestly never seen Midnight Sean Cowboy. Voight I, goes. I've heard it's great, but I don't. Dustin know. Hoffman's great in it, but like, yeah, I can't remember if John Voight goes to the big city to be a hooker, or he just ends up a hooker. Uh-huh. I don't think he has any dreams or aspirations. Usually, whatsoever. it's the second. There aren't yeah. that many people who are like, all right, number one priority. I think he, I, sex for money. I think he goes but, to be a high dollar escort. If I remember, yeah. I could be wrong. Maybe don't don't hold me to that. Just work. His but way like, to the top. he ends up being just a hooker. Yeah, and like, yeah, and like, Dustin Hoffman's good in it, but the movie is just fucking just, <laughs> not oh. a fan. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, controversy in this case helped them a lot, and there there are differing ideas or thoughts on whether the hackers were actually hired by North Korea or whether it was like a disgruntled employee or something. Mm. Uh, and right. Dan I was one disgruntled employee. Yeah, but I I don't quite get the motivation. Like I understand that they want to they want to humiliate Sony if that's the case, but yes. if they want to just humiliate the company, then why do everything about trying to get the interview? canceled and making make such a big deal about that or why like go to the lengths of the terrorist threat where that's going to just draw scrutiny and trying to catch you yeah like i i I don't 
if that really was what the case, I don't understand. The only thing I can really come up with off the top of my head is just like maybe it was like a screenwriter who, who hey, we're gonna make your movie, and then they you know they totally screw them over you know or whatever you know they like they release a different version of the movie yeah, <laughs> or but, whatever. But again, like why bother? Because it with, wasn't copyrighted. Why bother with the interview and like lashing out all that? I mean, hey, you know people when they're you know in you know, so pissed off, or you know, and, and when it's personal, but that, don't think clearly. The thing, you know? though, it, if that was the case, it was so calculated for a totally different cause. Yeah. Like, it, all know. he had to do was like, or she, or whoever. I think, I think there was a woman they were looking at who they thought might have done it, really? but I don't, I don't think that ever went anywhere. Huh. And and, Just and yeah, like if that's your goal, <laughs> then you release those emails and. You did it. Like, you can right. keep... They leaked a bunch of movies and endings and scenes and uh, emails and just keep leaking shit. Like, why would you care about trying to get a movie pulled? And yeah. why would... When they did pull it temporarily, then they turned around and said, Okay, we're done for now. Thank you. You did the right thing. We're not gonna... We're not gonna leak anymore. Uh, but then they didn't leak anything afterwards. Yeah, to it was, my knowledge, it was so. just weird. Yeah. Was, I mean, I think... I think anybody who looks at the situation in even like remote depth is just like this is a that was a weird situation. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it was. I, I it I know the the government or the uh, they they had their task force or whoever who was supposed to or was it CIA or was there it? there was like some yeah there was some investigations to be done and like even North Korea was kind of like they were kind of pulling the OJ thing like right. I won't rest until we find the people who did it. Right. But, like, and then I don't think anything ever came from it. They were just like, eh, yeah. Yeah, uh, it all just kind of disappeared. I, I mean, the the government did decide that, yes, it was North Korea, but their only evidence on it was really weak, which was just yeah. that they were using certain motive. tools and software. Yeah. It, yeah, I guess motive, but, it, like, they're like, oh, yeah, well, we know that this tool was used to hack, and... North Korea has used that in the past, but it's it's something that other hackers have access to and used too. And so it didn't, and then it sounded like they're like, well, no, trust us, we wouldn't jump to this conclusion if we didn't have good reason. Mm. It's like, well, then if you had more than what you released, then release that. Say right. how you apparently know this, <laughs> because it doesn't sound very strong. Oh, then like, and then North Korea's like internet was down <laughs> like a week or something. Yeah, yeah, which it. apparently didn't have to do with us, but yeah. they just have really <laughs> shitty infrastructure. <laughs> yeah, supposedly. Yeah, apparently. yeah, it might. Have, but. <laughs> Uh, hey, hey, you know, threaten to kill us, but don't fuck with our iPhones, all right? You know well, and we did, we imposed stricter sanctions on them, too, yeah. because of it. Which, if they didn't do it, is a pretty big thing to screw up. <laughs> like, that'd be a pretty ballsy, it's a pretty ballsy thing to impose sanctions or do, actually change your policy with another country based on a guess. That's so, fair. one would hope that they have some pretty good idea that that's what really happened. Yeah. Then again, North Korea threatens us all the time. Yeah, so. they're always pissed off. <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, their leader has a shitty Beatles haircut. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be pissed off, too. <laughs> he looks like he's, like, 17, too. Seriously. But, yeah, they, it, it's funny how they've changed their tune on that. Because they are so used to just making, you know, toothless threats and things like calling that movie an act of war before they had seen it. And, like, then we were like, nope, it was you guys who hacked it. We we were cutting you off on trade. And then they they kind of came back and were like, well, 
no, please investigate it more. It wasn't us. <laughs> like, we, you know, death to America and all that. But no, it wasn't <laughs> us this time. We we didn't hack a company in your country and release some emails I mean, about how you. Angelina Jolie was hard to work with. I mean, we enjoyed the shit out of it, but <laughs> we didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, it was just... Well, that was their initial response. Like, when the hacks first started, and people were like, well, maybe it's North Korea, and North Korea's like, it's not us, but... We, you know, we like what they're about. It's probably just some citizens who understand what we're, where we're coming from. It, it was almost written like, like you could see people typing out on a computer and snickering, like, say, say it wasn't us, but say, like, don't look over like here. It. Don't look over here. We have no computers. We have nope, no computers. Nope. We're not capable of any of that. You Americans with such large penis. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Though it's a weird, weird situation, but eh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah, it's, it, it's funny that it happened to such a ridiculous movie. Yeah. Too. I think that's like that's the only like real letdown. It's just like have you have have they seen Seth Rogan's movies? Like mm-hmm. They're all ridiculous. Yeah. Like, they're all ridiculous. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I I, would, I, I kind of like that it happened with something that's... That's a farce, yeah. Right. It, just enough. just because it means that we all, or at least in America, we got to stand behind something and be like, no, yeah. free speech matters. It doesn't matter what it's about. It doesn't matter if it's some silly movie about it, like entertainment reporters going overseas to assassinate a world leader. It, it doesn't matter if it's a farce. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to just censor things because of violence or threats of violence. That's fair. I mean, I hope there's like a silver lining in like the people that usually complain in this country because there's a bunch of groups that try to get every movie, you know, that's remotely bad, you know, yeah. all out of theater. I mean, they've been doing it since movies began. And, like, you know, and I hope they just look at it and be like, oh, we don't want to be like those crazy sons of bitches. We don't want to be easily compared to North Korea. <laughs> right. That's Because, like, normally every time you try to, like, you know, censor something, you look like an idiot. Yeah. 20 years down the road, you yeah. will look like an idiot. Yeah. Because all you, at the end of the day, all you have to do is change the channel. Yep. I mean, there's four th- thousand channels on any given tv right and the censorship's not censorship's not about choosing it's about choosing or it's not about people choosing it's about choosing for people what they can't and can't see yeah and it's not the first amendment's not about distribution it's not it's not about saying like you have to get your message out or people have to give you the opportunity to give your message out but is it's about not being able to impose people from at least speaking because in all fairness there's been some movies that have deeply offended me and we're going to talk about one and (laughs) probably on the next podcast on our next podcast (laughs) transformers 4 (laughs) we have some thoughts deeply offended deeply Deeply offended offended. act of war absolutely uh i don't know who we're going to war with but it's an act of war (laughs) (laughs) with with the decepticons that's fair (laughs) Really, all the did they write the script? Because that's who that's who <laughs> I'm going to war with. Uh, <laughs> so, so is that about do it for this week or for this episode? Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about before we're done? No, I don't. I think we. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, uh, and we'll catch you all next week for a conversation about Transformers Four. <laughs>